Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. This is Mike Marks. This is Omar Saleem. And this is Afro Dan, just giving a quick shout out to the 42% of Americans that have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine. You. And 29% are fully vaccinated. So now that they're more readily available, please make sure you get out there and get one of them. Try to avoid Johnson & Johnson if you can, but if that's the only one that's available, take what they got because it's at least something. Uh, the blood clot thing too, by the way, it's like very few people that that happened to. It, it's it's uh, literally a one in a million thing. Like it's literally one case per million people. Yeah, so it, it's, it's still safe. It just doesn't protect you at the rate that the other two do. So uh, another, you know, group of people didn't need a shout out is uh, the people that were on that uh, trial on that jury for Derek Chauvin. They deserve a shout out too because for once something yeah, went the right way in little, the justice system. A little victory. I mean, yeah. you, a murderer caught on tape is convicted of murder. Yeah. Like it's a damn shame that you know. Like but, I feel you, but, but it's America, you, and yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, like he was literally caught in 4K, and there was like yeah. they weren't even going to initially charge him. Remember when they were protesting outside of his home? And they had the the blue wall protecting him. Yep. Yep. So, you know, don't don't forget about that. This is just, you know, one of those things where they just they throw you a, a crumb. It's an, adju- you. It's, it's an adjustment of the belt, not the notch on the belt. Like he's just like you point your pants a little bit. It's not, yeah, yeah. not even changing Facts. the, the hole. They, they, they loosen a, you know. a, a a belt hole because they got a little little full. I'll tell you yeah. what though, I'll tell you what though. The the good thing about this is now there's legal precedent. Mm-hmm. Maybe not nationwide, but it could get there. If enough appeals happen, if enough courts hear it, you know, it could end up setting some type of legal precedent if it makes its way to the Supreme Court. It probably won't. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting to hear what the sentence is. Um, you know, are we going to keep up with the appeal situation? Because you know he's going to appeal. Like, I, I just hope he does a lot of time, a lot of damn time. And uh, I don't know how to. The no judge in works. America is going to overturn that shit. No judge in America yeah, is granting yeah, that appeal. No yeah, the appeal is just a formality. Literally, everybody that gets convicted does it. Yeah, no doubt. Like, all I'm saying is, you know, we I, I I'm starting to really feel like there's like the good old boy network going down. And um I think that uh, uh yeah, if we don't pay attention to what's like first of all, anybody that's in jail, I don't know how they're doing their time. So I don't know if they're in gin pop or you know what I mean, protected. He, he's he's, he's, he's getting stuff. protected custody for he's getting, his right. entire he's the whole time. So I just hope I I, I just pray that he's he, I just want him to get fucked up in jail. That's all I'm saying. It, it won't. It probably won't happen. Listen, the, the only neck. people that would fuck him up in jail are the ones that are going to protect him. Yeah, that's about it. So you know, what I'm saying like, ain't nobody. That's why you know I couldn't. First of all, I felt like I knew he was going to get all guilty convictions. Like, like, like we said last time, you'd be a fool. I feel bad for the juror that says, "I don't know." <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? I, the The good thing is, they didn't deliberate very long. It was right. only. You know, a couple hours that night, and then one day after that. And what oh, it appears I, I, I is that they were just... I took a couple hours, but go ahead. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I mean, I think part of it was probably the argument about murder, too. Because they they that, they convicted him on that charge. And that's the, the highest of all the charges, mm-hmm. which, by the way, they're only sentencing him for that. Right. So, like, that's, right. all, that's all Chauvin's going to get is, like, a maximum of, I think, 40 years. He'll probably get out before that. Because he'll probably parole on good behavior. Hopefully, he's like eighty years old and feeble. And somebody punch him in the mouth, mouth as soon as he gets out of jail, too. <laughs> Do a drive-by punching of the mouth. Listen, wh- he whatever happens to that man the rest of his life, he brought on himself. He murdered somebody no, on facts. camera. Facts on facts. It's just that, like you said, not too moment, you know, a few moments ago. This is America. Yeah, George Zimmerman out here signing autographs and shit like that. Kyle Rittenhouse getting Walking around, getting beers bought for him. Yeah. He ain't even old enough to drink. And, and getting like yeah. politicians and and these higher up employees and and owners all that shit. throwing money at his his GoFundmes. Salty as shit, dickhead. Yeah, facts. <laughs> they facts, thought that facts. shit was gonna be secret forever. Like uh, I th- I think one uh, police chief actually had to resign as a result of that shit. Uh, I forget where, but that's you know that's what you get. You reap what you sow. You yeah, feel me? Facts. Nothing facts. says conflict of interest like giving a criminal money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because like. When when you say criminal, that's not what they see when they look at him. They look at him as a hero. He's a proud boy. He's yeah. a patriot. Like I'm saying, like listen, I got something going on in Minnesota. When you got three distinct cases, who knows how many others? When 
these people are dumping off on, it, on individuals. If it Philando looks Castile, like fish, rest in peace. Yeah, exactly. If and it smells, it like, smells a fish, like fish. There you go. You feel me? If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. You know what I'm saying? It's, and, it's and not a fucking turkey. Like, it's it's a duck. You feel me? George Floyd, Dante Wright, and, uh, and Philando Castile, Castile. yeah. All Minnesota, all mm-hmm. within the last few years, and all ridiculously murdered. Like, it makes no sense. You got the trainer of how to defuse the situation using a non-lethal weapon. Training, actively training actively an officer. training an and officer. And murdering a child on, yeah. I'm sorry, barely an adult. Because yeah. people are gonna hit us with the technicalities, yeah. But like, were you really an adult at twenty years old? Like, you can't buy a beer. For, you can't buy a beer for yourself at twenty years old. So he's a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, facts. Know, he's an adult, but he's an adult. He's a he's a young adult. Um, you know, Philando Castile. That was just utterly ridiculous because you're an officer and you see a child in the back seat and you didn't give a damn. Like, f- scratch everything else. You see a child in the back seat. He he saw a minority in the front seat. That's yeah. all he was worried about. And uh, we all right because you know, right ne- right next to him was a woman, and yeah, he shot what eight bullets in that car. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, we can go back to Sean Bell, forty two shots, forty three shots. Well, I'm for a what? Diallo. Those those situations for what? For, for what? what? And you know, this is why I'm like, we got to look at the history of if we think about just the cases we know about. Just imagine how bad it was prior to Rodney King. Just imagine how bad it was in the forties and fifties. When you're driving, we're just taking a little trip through Mississippi. Oh, you mean when when Jim Crow was legal? Yeah, when it was what, when it was like saying. being outwardly racist wasn't just socially acceptable; it was legal. Listen, man, not I, not just legal; it was uh, a social gathering. People would lynch black people and just have their friends and family around and just have a kumbaya. Listen, I, look, I just had a, a deep conversation with one of my homies last night, and I have to look it up to be sure, but I believe that there is a civil rights law in place to where Pulling over a black person because of how bad it was, pulling over a black person without real probable cause is is you can't do it. Like you know what I'm saying? You have to have a real reason. And if you think about it, think about half the stories when people get pulled over. It's always some BS reasons. And stereotypically, I guess we'll just have to say, you think about when people get pulled over in sundown towns back in the day during Jim Crow. Uh, what am I pulled over for, officer? You got a tail light busted. They busted themselves. Yep. And what can you or, say? Or you got an air freshener in, in your car hanging up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So this we, is big. Oh, going. he was talking about the uh the fifties, not not two thousand twenty one. Oh I we, mean same difference. That's not the same exactly. <laughs> so how about it? And so imagine anything prior to that. So this is nothing new. Um I'm happy, of course, that, you know, Derek Schumann's going to jail. Um I I you know, but at the same time, I'm not super excited about it. I can't be jumping up and down and outside. And like, I'm not not to knock anybody's doing that because people feel happy, and I'm glad that people, we got this conviction. But this is just a small victory. This is concerned. I it, mean, a very very tiny matter. This is this is not it's even a, a small. It, it is a victory. It's a victory. It, it is some accountability. Finally, this is, this is winning the the, uh, the jump ball in the beginning of the, the, the toss up. Yep. This is, this, yep. you know, I mean, this is winning the coin toss in the beginning of a football game. Yep. In the Super Bowl. I mean, not even the Super Bowl. It's just winning the coin toss. That's all. Yep. We ain't, we ain't so win shit yet. Victory. We ain't win shit yet. Facts. You, you, so. you win uh, uh, non-mandatory workouts right. winning the coin toss. Right. Yeah, right. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. We're still like, warming up and right. shit. Yeah, right. like I'm, you know, I know it is, you know, it could be, you know, in a life, in a generation or so, a landmark event. But right now, it doesn't really mean a lot to me because accountability is great, but the problem is still not being addressed because we're still seeing, as we're going to discuss today, you know, people of color still being shot and killed with quickness, mm-hmm. whereas in other situations, much more violent situations with white people, they get apprehended without incident and protected. And protected. That's the, that, that part. Burger King... Burger King, King, and, Burger Bulletproof King and Bulletproof Vest. I just said it yet. Burger King and Bulletproof Vest, bro. So, yeah. yeah. And, so and when after I, knowing that they did some cr- crazy, reacted to a crime, and this is how you treat murderers. Yeah, but, like, the reason why we talked about it is, like, they empathize with them because, like, they see themselves as, like, oh, there's the troubled youth. <clears throat> that was me when I was, so, you know, however old. Like, right. So with that said, if you have people who believe in certain things wholeheartedly. Yep. I'm talking about human nature, no matter what race believe in things wholeheartedly somebody else can be like oh that's ridiculous it's not too far-fetched for me to think that there is a 
some type of fraternity within a fraternity. Maybe they're called the KKK or something like that, or neo Nazis or something like that. Because if I'm white I, and I'm I a neo Nazi, I think they just call themselves Republicans. Republicans now, now okay, no doubt. Now, if you can be that and come from that cloth, and if you know the history of police officers and Republicans and what's going on with the stereotypical, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that right wing, right? Uh, I can just imagine me being a person who whose mother would drive me from one state to another with a gun to go protest. He has how old? That 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 asshole. How old? Seventeen. Seventeen. So boom. He's probably going to be Kyle coming. Rittenhouse. Kyle say Rittenhouse. His name. Yeah, say his name. Kyle Rittenhouse is probably going to be a cop one day. Well, he would have been. He would would have been. That's what I mean. So there's uh thousands of Kyle Rittenhouses. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So they're getting bullied in high schools all across. Well, they were getting bullied in and, high schools all across America. What's keeping them COVID. from becoming cops in about nine months after they graduate high school? Uh, well, what'll keep them from not becoming cops is the lack of any other skills that they have. They're just right. going to have a diploma and the fact that they want to, you know, get back at these people that wronged them. So, like, they're going to go after all the criminals in the right. world. And and what's understood doesn't, you know, doesn't need doesn't need to be said. Yeah. Because we all know the ACAP. You know, we know. Yeah, all cops are bad. Because <laughs> that, that right second about A don't stand right, for armed. Right, right about now. Because, you know what, because even if they're, they are a good cop, if they're not saying something exactly. about the especially, bad cops. Especially right about now. When they do say something about the bad cops, mm-hmm. and then they get ousted from the force. Yeah. You know what that tells me? Is right. there's no good cops. There you go. Yeah, how about it? So. It all goes full circle there. See that? And, 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 yeah. Tied yeah. it all together. Nice. Nice little bow there. Yeah, a little. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what's, what's wild just, about just that? Just don't like, tie it in a, uh, a pull down for a garage. Oh, whoa, whoa, oh, hey, 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 this whoa. Guy, hey, hey, whoa, 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 calm man. down, Bubba Wallace. <laughs> oh, man. But in all seriousness, like, I have a nephew who, uh, and shout out to my nephew, uh, Jason Hill, who got a full ride scholarship to Wisconsin University. Nice. For, for, he's an MC and a poet, you know what I'm saying? And he got a full ride scholarship for arts program. And uh, he's going to Wisconsin. 92% yeah. white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tell them stay and on campus in well-lit areas. That's what I'm saying. And it's a shame that we have to say that. And it's unfortunate because he's out there, Midwest, he has to understand how to navigate because you never know. When you have an area that's 90-plus percent white, the only image they see of African-Americans, black or whatever, is what's on television, unless they venture out and go somewhere and, and watch movies and things like that. And what the television around them decides to decides show. Decides to show. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the local networks – in Wisconsin probably aren't concerned with showing, you know, you go. It, they're probably showing more full house than family matters. You feel probably, me? Yeah, they, oh, they, they, sure. they ain't showing no sure. reruns of Fresh Prince. We have that internet. Sure. We have the yeah. internet and you have kids who are looking at what's popular and you see what's going on right now in the quote unquote urban. It's a lot of nonsense. I mean, when we're talking about rest in peace to all these MCs and, and rappers who may have been on some positive things and later on, you know what I mean? A couple cuts here and there, but the, King Vons and the Ducks and all those guys in Chicago who are Yo, murder, dudes, murder, kill, they, kill, kill. Dropping left they, and right. They are dropping left and right. But listen to their music and what they're saying. They're living that lifestyle. Exactly. And then and then it's like, I understand that like people are upset when they die, but it's like, at, at some point you got to be like, yo, you got to get out of the fucking street. Like, I, I understand like that that's what you know and that's what you're used to, but like you need to get out of that shit so before it gets there, back to you. Here's the thing though. If we want to get real technical about it, we don't need to get out. We need to get out of the street mentality, lifestyle. Facts. Because getting out of the streets, we're all in this. There needs to be a code. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I don't think there's enough money I can think of in the streets where it's worth shooting somebody or killing somebody. You know what I mean? There Yo, never is, especially with these teenagers. These, it's, you it's, see all these wanted, these wanted fucking images and shit, and it's always like someone that's like a little bit younger than, than me. Always. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I'm like, why are you out there at like 26 putting the rest of your life out? It's, it's two Ps. P and pride. That's what we say in the streets. Like that, and that's what it is. A lot yeah. of these young bucks are sensitive. They need hugs. And that's what it really comes down to. And the fact that everybody's talking about shooting this, shooting that. That's what I'm saying. The The mentality has changed greatly just like in the last maybe like 10 to 15 years. Because like people would shoot at each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, but not just because. Like, it, 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 it's... Back in the day, like you used to have to have a reason to do some shit Absolutely. like that. Like I said, a code. Yeah. I can test that. When I was young, if something was going on and it was about to go down, so to speak, mm-hmm. the old heads would tell the young boys, "Yo, I need to get away from here. Yeah, get off the playground." And, and stuff didn't go down at playgrounds. Stuff didn't go down yeah. when you had barbecues, stuff or, like or that. Or any facts. family around, family around, stuff like that. And then yeah. it turned into the narrative: I'll shoot anybody, your mom, your kids, whatever the case is. You know what I mean? And 
that is something that changed in the music also. But like re- in reality, in the streets, there were times when it's like, all right, another thing. We used to fight. Yeah, so you know, what I mean, nobody fights you, anymore. Fist yeah, fight. it, we'll fist fight. Even when it is though, because like I seen, I seen a video the other day, like this dude's fighting another dude, and then the dude he decided to fight with got a good one in, mm-hmm. knocked dude back. Mm-hmm. First thing he went for was that gun. There you go. He started yeah. shooting because his pride was pride his, in the way exactly. he couldn't take the ass whooping. Exactly. If you want to start the fight. And someone whoops your ass like that's okay. Yeah, just, well, just do back that, in the like day, you do like they did back in the day, where you know you fight, shake hand, you walk yeah, away, and that's it. And then guess what? We could rumble again tomorrow because at the end of the day, a fight was a fight. A fight was a fight. It, it wasn't gonna ever get that far. Like so, it wasn't not super personal nothing. or a lot you know, of these young malicious. bucks are pussy. You know what I mean? Excuse my language with more vulgar. Bro, words, just but, just to, just just to reiterate, like I saw like two rival gangs come together. Mm-hmm. The fucking Two dudes G-checked each other. Mm-hmm. They talked for a couple minutes, and then it was a fight. Now, it was the worst fight I've ever seen in my fucking life. But, like, I watched that happen right in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I what, just, what was two, the gang? Sesame Street? Oh, man. All right, they get a long gang. I cannot shit. confirm or deny, but... <laughs> Big Bird got hands. Not, not on, not on a, a recording, but... Bookie Monster, we don't, Monster we don't, was like... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, look what you've done to him. His fucking his mind is just gone. We don't do that uh Takashi Snitch Monster, Nine shit here. Bookie Monster in the bounce. You, you done? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew Dan to get a kick out of that. He not the only one getting a kick out of it. Yeah, but no. Mike Myers about to kick us out of the podcast. All right. <laughs> oh man. Nah, but in, in all seriousness though, like you, you, you used to see shit like that, but you don't see that anymore because no. these these kids just first thing they go to is oh I got beat up I'm and, not and, I'm not gonna get beat up and it's facts because look about. a few years ago at the barbershop I saw two guys from around the way get into a fight and I was kind of happy that they were fighting and then when, when somebody got the best of the other and the guy fell the crowd that was around them Broke held up. Up, held held the other one back so they wouldn't get you know what I mean stomp or whatever and it, when it ended it ended you know what I mean and that's look reality is people fight. People, you know what I mean? We can say they shouldn't, but a fight is way better than getting stabbed or, or shot. shot. You know what I'm saying? Um, because getting stabbed. You can survive that. You know what I'm saying? The, the probability of, of getting surviving a stab shot is much higher than getting shot. Yep. And, um, you know, for example. Uh, and, and we talked it, about George Floyd. We we want to move on, but we ha- we have to back up a second because yeah, yeah. – it, it, we have to talk about the response. I, I see what you where you were going yeah, there. We don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we get we'll, we'll get back there. Uh, but the response, like Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> she didn't she didn't break out the kente cloth, but yeah, she didn't. She did say some stupid shit, just as stupid as Joe Biden. If you're not listen, man, look, let me tell y'all, and I'm saying y'all as far as quote unquote black people, and what I mean by that is. There's two sides. I, I I consider myself black because I have because I understand that post slave trade and the standard third people were mixed up. We our culture was taken from us. This standard third. We cannot truly say with confidence where we're from. I can't say I'm from Sicily or you know what I mean whatever. You know what I mean some people can. Most of us can't from what I know. Um. So with that being said, like there's two versions of black. Yep. There's one I have pride in because of the conglomeration of melanated people across the diaspora. You know what I mean? We identify as black because of the fact that we cannot say we're from a certain specific place. But then you have another version of black, which is in like the blacks, I mean, in the blacks law dictionary, uh, pre fourth edition. If you look it up, it says that black is like devoid of law means nothing. You know what I mean? There is like a term in Latin. It's like mortis something, whatever, but black is like, so when they on the APB calls black male, it means nothing, right? White male. It's like a class thing. You feel me? So, well, you see the difference in the response. Exactly. It, it, it's exactly. not even about just the words. It's like when they, when they show up to the scene, mm-hmm. it's it's they already got the, the hand on the gun. That's what I'm saying, and it, it allows people like Trump to say, "Oh, look at my African American over there. Look at my black person over there." Like, look at it from the perspective of the law. What black means. First of all, could you imagine anyone else doing that in any other setting and it not being somehow considered acceptable by the crowd? Yeah, the shithead, the one that had to fly on his head because he went down to go do a speech at Mike Stonewall. Pence. Yeah, at Stonewall Mountain, you know, for the KKK and you know the Confederates. So I can hear him saying that. Look at my, because I'm pretty sure there was a black person out there. 
in that crowd. I'm sure of it. I've seen I've seen black people in Trump crowd with the Confederate flags, and I've seen black people supporting the Confederate flag. Well, what's, what's that dude's name? The uh, gun toting patriot. Yeah, there you go, Bryson Gray. Bryson Gray. There he is. Garbage. So what I'm saying, well, the point I'm getting at is, we have to be careful with the people that are on our side and some of these quote unquote allies. They're political, and they do what they need to do, and they will pander and say things. Hence Nancy Pelosi saying what she said, which is totally whack. Hence Joe Biden saying, oh, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. For real? Like, come on, bro. Hence so, uh, Clinton having hot sauce in the fucking bag. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, facts. facts. <laughs> but hold on. So what <laughs> on, did man. Nancy Pelosi say? Oh, she said, George Floyd, thank you for giving your life for justice. Really? What? Really? This motherfucker didn't, didn't run and stop a bank. He didn't go into the Capitol building and shoot a whole bunch of people who were trying to bust in and stop them from invading the Capitol. He didn't do something like that and gave his life. You know what I mean? He didn't. This ain't, this ain't Pat Tillman. Like, that's what? Exa- right. It wasn't the Pat Tillman. Exactly. What in the and, and he didn't even die for justice. He got shot by friendly he, fire. No, he got, right. Right. How about that? <laughs> George Floyd was murdered by a. a, a a vile, an officer who, uh, who of the used, peace, uh, who, uh, who used an officer of the peace, a vile individual power, with a badge, abused right. his power to murder somebody to that murder somebody. looked different than him. And and, and, and for real, for it makes me think about the fact that in the society we have, and murder, we, I think we're desensitized to a lot of shit mm-hmm. because on another end, on some accountability as far as society is concerned, we pass around a lot of videos. And like Dominican TV on Instagram, they, I see some harsh things, and I know a lot of people laugh about it. I see people in the comments of people who have passed away making jokes about it and things of that nature. And I do get, you know, comedy sometimes just like too soon, you know what I mean? So I get it to a degree, but we have to think about that too, yo, because when you are desensitized to it, that means you're okay with seeing it. When you see it pass around, you're showing it, you know what I mean? And it's always the kids out there that see it. Because keep in mind, kids know all about these shootings too because a lot of these kids see the news. And I'm sure they talk about A lot of these kids have phones. Right, and like we spoke on it last week, the young buck who playing basketball, enjoying his little day, and the Soon cop as he car, saw the cop just he hit. go, he go high, he goes and hides behind a car. No child should have to feel that way. Children should really be like, "Oh, I want to be a police officer," like like we used to say, "I want to be a firefighter, police officer." But, but that would that would involve them being active in the community yeah. and things that aren't murder. Right, and you know, once again, what's understood don't need to be said. So there's an automatic shout to the, the good. The, Ones that are doing these things because it does happen, but it speaks more to the system, especially mainstream media that's that's pumping the bullshit. So we got to really be, you know, on some critical thinking stuff. You uh, have to also look at who's in control of these departments. Th- exactly. All you, of that. You have to look at it's the all culture that's, that's been established the by nepo- these departments. The nepotism. You know what I mean? You got Facts. fathers and sons. and yeah. It's the family business. It's and the family it's business. the fraternal order. And they've been doing things mm-hmm. the same way for years. And for they've years. been getting away with murdering and brutalizing black people for years yeah, because yeah. there weren't as many cameras and there weren't as many people that cared. And the mindset of I'm better than somebody else because that ties into it as well. Just simply Google why bagpipes are played at the cop funerals. If you never wondered, like, you know, why are bagpipes played there? And it's because there's a huge uh, connection with Irish because Irish were given shitty jobs, the dangerous jobs, firefighters and cops. And back in that time when they came over to do that job, they were largely, you know, Slave catchers and stuff like that, like to protect and serve what, protect white folks property. and, and property. serve serve white folks and protect property. And what was property back then? You know what I'm saying? Like we have to connect these things from back then to today. And there is Minnesota. You, I'm sorry, you got somebody who's dumping bullets into a person who's like cooperating. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I have a gun. It's registered legal. Blah blah. blah with my girl and my baby in the back, like, and, and a person who's not. A white person either. Right. So it's it's deep-rooted. But, like, then to say some shit like giving your life for justice, like, it's you're being murdered by one of those people that are supposed to protect you. And, like, first of all, justice was not served. Like, let's let's be perfectly clear. I don't care who says that justice was served. George Floyd's dead. So Yeah, justice cannot be truly served if you're murdered. Facts. Yeah, but there was a step in the direction of accountability. Now, saying some goofy shit... As a politician just goes, we've said it a million times on this podcast, we'll say it a million times more, people that age should not be allowed to hold office. Oh, man, for real. Like, if you're saying some goofy shit like that, you should not be in charge of people because you are clearly extremely out of touch. And yeah. speaking of out of out of touch, the Oakland Raiders 
Twitter page posted and pinned to their Twitter profile. <laughs> I can breathe. Yeah. Which literally sounds like one of those racist ass retorts when the video of the murder first went around the internet. It's exactly, yo, people literally were saying that like in comment sections, it's people are disgusting at, at Trump rallies facts. So here's the craziest part about this shit. Is that everybody, when they saw that, they're like, this is tone deaf as hell. Who the hell did this fire the social media manager? But then the fucking owner of the Raiders <laughs> is the one that not only authorized it, but fucking came up with this shit and oh. decided he was going to keep it that way. Now, some some representative from George Floyd's family said it was all right. They understood that it wasn't meant in a malicious sense or anything like that. Like, but come on, you gotta have some more common sense. You gotta that. have like, any I mean, common but, sense. That, that, but have see, you seen his haircut though? Like, dude, he looks like Dumb and Dumber, like literally Dumb and Dumber's haircut. He I mean, he's, he's rich literal, as hell though. So like, he don't care. <laughs> as a barber, I know some rich cats who got some wild haircuts. But it, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, and when you say that I can breathe, is he saying like I can breathe a sigh of relief? Like, yeah, that's, ah, that, that's, that's, that's what he's he trying meant, to say. But it was just tone deaf. Well, why as fuck. would you use that? Yeah, don't get a day. <laughs> I'm sorry. <don't> even... <laughs> what you trying to get us fucking banned? <laughs> right. get this... Whoa, whoa, we ain't say that. Yeah, censor oh, button man. on here. We we're got one a, of them. We're in a brunch uh, click. <laughs> <laughs> the brunch click. The brunch click. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the supper squad and whatnot. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, all right, yeah, I know, I know. But, fucking um, but no, squad. but so, no, so yeah. this is what, what is this, feels- a fucking DC movie? <laughs> right. what, this, so this is what it feels like when somebody else gets to crickets? <laughs> this, <laughs> I dig this, it. This is how y'all been for 40 episodes? Uh, he feels good now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, damn. But uh, in all it's, seriousness, though, like... Uh, it's that, tone deaf that, as fuck. It's tone deaf as hell. And that goes to show people who have lots of money are just out of touch, man. Shout out to those who have a lot of money who are philanthropists, who pay... Like Mark, the Mark Cubans like of the world. All that type and, of stuff, the, you know what I mean? And the, the, the Afro Dans of the world. Right. Like, <laughs> Yo, welcome See how back. long that lasted? Right. <laughs> that last long at all. Welcome back. Yo, stop, try, stop <laughs> trying to get us fucking copyright infringement suits. Not them oh, racist-ass crickets. I heard them. They were saying, nitter. Oh, man. <laughs> They're not the Arthur crickets. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it is tone deaf as shit. And, like, the craziest part about all this shit is, like, it, it's great because it is a step in the right direction, right. right? But, like, they announced that the jury reached a verdict. Mm-hmm. And within an hour or so, they read the verdict. Yeah. Within that time frame, in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, a young child, child. 16 years old, Called the police because there were people outside threatening her and trying to fight. So the police show up. And first on the scene is Officer Nicholas Reardon. Who promptly gets out of his car. Sees someone lunge at someone else and shove them to the ground. Now this would be a good opportunity to introduce yourself as a member of law enforcement and try to de-escalate the situation, especially as you see people fighting and you see a weapon in someone's hand. This will be an excellent spot to be like, Hey, this is, you know, officer such and such from such and such PD. What did he say though, Dan? He said, Hey, 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 get down, get down, get down, get down. And then fire four shots. Yeah, he let his fingers, yeah, do so, the, so he let his fingers do the talking after that. Yeah, never identified himself as law enforcement. And if you are, you know, in the mind of a child, if you are, you know, you're in a fight or flight mode at that point because you have multiple people surrounding your place of residence and threatening you with bodily harm. So you're defending yourself. So you're you have your adrenaline pumping. You see literally what's in front of you and nothing else, bro. I I, I appreciate you saying all that, but like. It's not her responsibility to act calm and professional, and you don't have to explain that. No, I'm just explaining no, I know what she was going saying, through and you, what you why. Don't, you shouldn't have to explain that because it's not her job to act calm and rational in that situation. It's the officer's job to de-escalate the situation. It's his, oh, it's his job to act calm and rational Because guess what? Even through all that, 
she never actually stabbed anybody. Nope. It's not like she stabbed multiple people and she's on a rampage. She never actually stabbed anybody. So she lunges at the first girl and knocks her down. She then gets up and lunges at the second girl. That's when the knife becomes visible. This man, and this is this whole interaction is like less than 20 seconds. Like from the time he got out of the car to the time he let off those shots. Mm-hmm. And it's important to note, okay, that this man did act calmly in this situation. Oh, yes, he did. How do I know he acted calmly? He was he was precise. He was, he was a, what's the boy name from Training Day? Denzel Washington character? Denzel? I don't fucking know his, his character. Name. Yeah, but he was very uh, <laughs> precise in that, you know, he was surgical with his weapon. He, uh, he is a former military marksman. Mm-hmm. So think of a soldier in battle. Did he ever issue any command at all that sounded like he was a police officer? No. no. Or did it sound like he was a soldier on the battlefield? Sound like he was a soldier. Like I said, he never even identified himself as law enforcement. So, he never he never issued any direct commands like drop the knife, put your hands up. Oh, so you're saying that the argument that she should have complied goes out the window because he never actually gave her any commands other than get down. See what what cracks me up is like okay, let's say I, I don't know how the call went through to him, but let's say he's responding to someone's trying to kill a, a girl has a knife trying to kill somebody else and he's responding to it right, and you see a crowd of people and you see a girl with a knife and she oh yeah they say never girl. never bring a knife to a knife fight right. isn't that and how the saying goes that. and my thing is I think if I'm a cop. And I'm not a cop. I don't know how cops are trained poorly, in my opinion, but I don't know how they're trained. Um, I don't know if I'm thinking of shooting someone, even if I, I don't give a damn if I see a sword or machete. I'm not ready to shoot with a real gun. I might go for the taser first, especially when you see children. You know what I mean? Especially especially if you know that you're going to a situation and somebody has a knife. You want to de-escalate the situation. You want to prevent a murder from happening. There should in not murder. There should be a gun out. <laughs> But it shouldn't be the first person. There should be a gun as backup. Someone that's not going to be quick on the trigger finger. It shouldn't be the first person. Like, okay, so ta- Maybe, tasers can malfunction. Okay. Or they could be ineffective if, if you so, know, it doesn't hit the right spot. Exactly. So, uh, and I'm not saying that Nicholas Reardon should have pulled his fucking taser out. What I'm getting at is why are you pulling anything out when you've just got there? I'm saying, <laughs> but, I'm saying like, when you see the weapon... Mm-hmm. I can understand. I can understand like pulling out a weapon at that point, right? But I don't think he saw the weapon because you don't see it on the body cam until he she goes for the second girl. Yeah, and that's when you see the knife there. Right, and then he fired four shots, and it was military precision. Like the, it was so precise that the she was leaning against a parked car with the windows up, and there was no damage to the vehicle. None. Mm. See, yeah. Also, it's like important that. to note because remember you you. Yeah. I can't even speak. You mentioned nepotism, and his uh, his father was the department's recruit trainer. Ooh, there you go. Shoot to kill, huh? So who trained him? Dad trained him. Right. And his dad's retired, means he's probably over the age of 65, which puts him in the Jim Crow range. Oh, all right. Just making sure. Just making sure we were uh, drawing the right parallels there. Right. And he was very ginger when walking over to the scene as well. You know, if you see... He was chilling. If you see... There was, what, so maybe was like a, a dozen people outside? So he was calm. And you see a physical altercation already happening, I would be running out and be like, hey, you know, such and such PD officer, such and such. Everybody, you know, stand where you are. Issue some sort of command. Try to, to get some, control like of the said, situation. There's right. no command. Right. None it, There's at steps all. to it. Like, you see, you, you, you get, it's, it's, you get there... And I can understand if he's like, yo, yell, yelling, whatever he has to say, and his hand is on his gun, getting ready to pull it out. And then if the situation is to the point where she lunges and she's on top of this woman and she starts stabbing or a, attempting to stab, he's like, yo, drop the weapon, drop the weapon, and she doesn't. Then that's one thing. But that's, she never even made thing. contact with anybody. She just pushed the girl down. So here's the but thing, e- though. But even with when, that, when you that's, see that's, the knife, that's, that's though, stretching. First of all, your life's not in danger. So I don't know why you're reaching for the gun so fast. That, that, that's what I mean. I was about to say, that's a stretch what I just said. So... Why you have the gun at all? The the taser 
if used and used properly, even if it didn't completely incapacitate her, she was a child. He had plenty of size on her. And when you tase, all right, she might get one stab off. She has to hit a very specific area on a body with a, with a, with a knife that size to, to kill somebody. And first aid for a knife wound mm, and for a bullet wound are two totally different things. Right. Depending on, and she might not even get the, the knife all the way in. It could just be a cut, a deep cut, where you can apply pressure until you can get someone that can, you know, do the stitching. But... Mm-hmm. And you could tell it also was not a very large knife. It wasn't like she had this massive cleaver or butcher knife trying to hack these women apart. Like, it was just like a a, a kitchen knife. It, it's, I don't know if that even matters in the grand scheme of things because, like. It, it, it speaks to how non-deadly the weapon would be in most cases. Even in that circumstance, though, bro, like, like, why did you need to, why did you need to escalate that far up? So yeah, I, the the officer did a horrendous job of having any control over the situation and escalated it further than it really needed to be because you could tell before she gets shot she's not even like there's not even like an aggressive stabbing motion. Like she's literally just holding the knife over her head just to scare the well, shit out of her. What it, what it comes down to She could have stabbed the first chick before the dude even arrived on scene. Because when he arrived on scene, the chick was already pushed down. She could have just hopped on and just started cleaving at her if she really wanted to. Why did he shoot her four times? Because we are not valued. Okay, so let me ask you a question. What can happen if a bullet goes through somebody? One one bullet can kill you. Okay, but I'm asking, like, if a bullet goes all the way through your body, does it just stop right there and just drop behind you? No, no, it keeps going. Depends on where you shot. And who okay, you so yeah. the excuse was that he was saving this other girl's life. The other girl was in between him and Micaiah Bryant. The 16-year-old girl who was murdered by Officer Nicholas Reardon. Right. It, it's it. Listen, if you look at where he's positioned and where those two girls are, they are right on top of each other. Yeah. And he used deadly force in that situation. Yeah. I would argue that if he wasn't shooting to kill and shooting directly at center mass and didn't know exactly what he was doing in that situation, that he was endangering the life of the other girl. But he didn't endanger the girl, the life of the other girl, did he? Nope. Because he knew exactly what he was doing and he was shooting to kill. It makes me wonder about the mentality of these officers, such as like Rustin Shesky, who killed Jacob Blake. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, who attempted to kill Jacob Blake. I mean, you would think he he paralyzed he, him. He paralyzed him. Seven bullets yeah. in the back, though. That like, he yeah, he tried to kill. Like with one hand on it. We talked about this in depth. With one hand on the shoulder, seven bullets into the back. Um, Sean Bell, Amadou Diallo situations. Um, situations that don't require a gun, like when Sandra Bland is slammed to the ground by a male officer, or a a, a, a traffic situation. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much somebody's talking trash. You're an officer. It's not their responsibility to act professional. It's yours. Exactly. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Paterno, whatever his name was, who killed Eric Garner. You choking this man out for some loose cigarettes? Really? You you know what? I just thought of something that might be a little ironic. Can you imagine if the officer just, just grabbed uh, Micaiah Bryant from behind and just tackled her to the ground and just prevented all this dumb shit from happening? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, a and, non-violent and, takedown. Like and, and he's a can, grown man, that's a child. If he did that, nobody would be complaining about brutality. Nobody. They'd be like, he he took quick action and and stopped somebody from being he stabbed. Was a hero, but he wasn't because he shot and murdered somebody. And you know what makes all this shit even worse? Because this is a child again. This is an this is the second week in a row where we've had to talk about police killing a child. Okay, with a gun while the child didn't have a gun. And if you want to count Dante right, that's three children. This is insane. How is it that we as a country don't have a problem with police killing children? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it, It's just like when Sandy Hook happened and people were just like, oh, well, no, we shouldn't have gun control. We should have more guns. Like, yeah, that's how you say. Like, if you went to the beach, okay, and they told you 
hey, there's a lot of sharks around, you know, right around the beach area, right around the beach line, like right where people want to want to hang out. How do we get rid of them? You might, you know, problem solve and be like, oh, well, the problem is that we need to be able to keep them out. So maybe if we put up some netting that they're not able to fit through mm-hmm. and make sure it's, you know, out far enough that they don't get this close, then they'll stay away from this area. No, no, no. They'll be just like throwing more sharks in there. Like, all right, we'll figure this out. Just more right. sharks, more sharks, different kinds of sharks. Right. Throw some tiger sharks in right. there. Yeah. Throw right. a couple great whites in there. Right. See what happens. Oh, why why the do I be great whites? <laughs> throw some assault sharks in there. <laughs> some hammerheads and shit. Oh they got them God. hammers. You remember that fucking old ass cartoon, Street Sharks? Street Sharks with the fucking rollerblades. <laughs> Why was that a thing? Why was that a thing? Oh. There's another one called Tiger Sharks too. That was a cartoon. You remember that? Yeah, you old as shit. I don't know what the hell you talking Look about. Look it up. Just Google it. I ain't Googling you, that shit. You young whippersnappers have Google. And we don't have and, Tiger Sharks. We, we, we got the Tiger and King. And tube views and Facebooks and... He said the two. <laughs> no, it's it's that mentality, man. Like these officers roll up on the scene and act like it's Rambo or something, like Tamir Rice. Like Facts that video though. is crazy. Why are you so out. quick for the gun? Why are you so quick for the gun? Bro. And you know, I was talking with somebody and they mentioned sympathetic firing or reflexive firing. And do it with I'm a taser not, then. My thing exactly. But my thing is Do the same thing, just not with that. Not with the thing that kills. Do it with the with the thing right. that, that stops, not kills. Like, and but that speaks to their training, like you're training all the time to use these weapons, but you're not being... How much time is being dedicated to using weapons versus how to de-escalate a situation without a weapon Very at little. all? Look, look at Philadelphia. Philadelphia spent $0 of the increased budget on. on these programs to cut down on these things right after they just killed a man going through a mental health crisis. Like, Walter Wallace Jr. wasn't just killed by the Philadelphia police who didn't have tasers and, quote-unquote, didn't have enough money for them was the dumbass excuse, mm-hmm. but, like, they gave you more money and you didn't fucking work on nonviolent shit. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, it's because it's not a fucking priority to, priority to them. Like, they don't give a shit. If they, give a, if they gave a semblance of a fuck, they would have done something about this mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. It's apparent because they do the things that they care about. They don't got money, but they always got new fucking cars. How the fuck, if if I ain't got no money, how the fuck would I have a new car all the time? No, but some of these, some of these places, or some of these uh, precincts are getting tanks and military grade weapons. What and they, what, what the Grand Theft like, Auto? Like seriously, why in the world are they not getting like six shot revolvers? Why they got seventeen shot clips and things? I don't yeah, know what give, they. Give, I don't give, know the service things. I'll tell you why. Clips and give one of them old muskets that the Minutemen used to have. Yeah, but mind you, before you get to your point, take them a minute to try to load it up. Right before you get to your point, though, like. Even when they do have high-tech weaponry and stuff, they still allow one man to hold down a whole block here in Philly. Like, So what's going on with the police training actually, across the board? I would argue that Philadelphia police actually handled that pretty well they, af- they, after they yeah, started it. There were but no they fatalities. Handled, they handled it very well, but that's more to my point. They don't need these military-grade weapons and that's there to, de- de- uh, to de-escalate a situation and but save people. The argument is for that mm-hmm. is that all these criminals might have guns, right? But, like, it goes to speak about, like, how dumb people are when they approach problem solving. It's like, okay, if they have guns, you don't fight it with more guns. It's the same thing. You wouldn't throw more fucking sharks in the water. You should maybe take some sharks out of the water and put them somewhere else in the different water. Cool, man. Like, why why is it? I'm not advocating going and grabbing sharks. Don't do that. That's dangerous. It's a metaphor. Don't actually do that. Not the boss of me. In fact, I would I would videotape that. You just need to sign like a consent form beforehand because you're not gonna have hands after hand. Uh, Challenge accepted. It's just gonna be a shark bite mark in my hair. <laughs> That's not what the shark's gonna go for, brother. Um, anyway, my point is, when they approach these situations, they're not looking at okay, well. There's all these guns on the street. How do we stop there from being guns on the street? I don't know. Make guns a little harder to get. A little harder to get. And, like, for the people that are arguing against, they can't take my guns, my American right. Like, yo, if you are worried about them taking a gun from you, you shouldn't have a gun already. Like, they should have already denied you for that. That's the system failing. If you are afraid that they're going to come take your gun, you shouldn't have the gun. Because, like, it's funny how people, well, it's to fight against the government. Bro, 
It's to fight against the government. If the fucking U.S. military wanted you dead, you think you'd fight them off with the 45 you have in your fucking fingerprint safe? Right. If you don't get the fuck out of here with your dumb ass, right. what are you, fucking James Bond? You got a fucking Aston Martin in the garage that shoots missiles? You ain't getting out of that right. shit, bro. The right. fuck? What is wrong with people? Why do they think that shit? You, okay. Okay, the government comes to get you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to side with the government when that happens because, like, I'm not. I seen what they could do. Not not I. <laughs> right. They'd they be like, fuck the government with their uh, tax-paying asses, with their government-issued identifications, and, and, and government, you know, subsidized vaccines and such. And I'm sure they had no problem collecting the government's unemployment when Trump started that back in uh, April. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's fuck the government, though. Yeah, facts. Like, if the government wanted, they could just take control of literally everything and we wouldn't be able to do anything thanks to the Patriot Act. Yeah, and, and like, the shit people will say, like, oh, well, I, the government tracking me. Bro, you... Cell phone. Carry cell phones. That has your fingerprint to unlock mm, it we, or yeah. face ID, like, so all of that. Your, your phone we voluntary. I mean, even that's control, bro. Even with all of the face recognition in the, in the apps on your phone and all type of stuff, whether it's TikToks or whatever, we were giving up the info anyway. They they found a lady in Philly that set a, a police car on fire off an Etsy purchase. Come on now. Yeah, it's because like, they wanted to. Like, my phone, your phone gives off so much information every day that I just leave my location on and Google sends me a survey like once every two days. And I get like fifty cents of Google Play credit for answering a few questions about where I've been. Yeah, that's how much information your shit gives out. Mm-hmm. Yo, you ever been somewhere like, and then you get a notification where Google's like, "Do you know this place?" And it's a place next to where you're at. Yeah, come on. Like, it, your phone knows where you are at all times. Like, you are. If you use any app on your phone to do anything, guess what? Your location's on dipshit. And like, also, the fuck? not and to mention, for the iPhone folks, I'm not sure if the Androids have this function, but we have the AirDrop. We had sharing. it three years before you did. Okay, and the point yeah. is, <laughs> <I'm just laughs> kidding. this guy, he's serious as fuck, too. He's like, he's just dead. Look, he did my no, soul. No, but we really like, did, though. Like, fuck. I mean, okay, and... But the what, point what's is... The, what's the feature that the, you were asking? The AirDrop or whatever, you know what I mean? We actually don't have that. Uh, so, but people can hack your phones, like... They'll notice that it's open. Your phone is open, and it be on a laptop, and it can take all your information, your contacts, and things of that nature. Yeah, I'm I'm so, good on that. I don't need that feature. Samsung, don't add that. <laughs> no, it's actually a dope feature when you're around each other. But the point is, no, they got technology, that. technology. They got text messages for that, bro. Like the fucking no, they emails. Got, they got like nearby share and quick share on on Samsung. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's right. Similar, so we could do that then. I mean, yeah. so point is though with technology, I need, I need to find out when though. Like, was it three years before? I'm sure I can look that up. I had an answer for y'all next episode. The technology that we have can be hacked by people, not only just the government. Bro, some and people tax, don't some really care about the driver shit. in like Romania hacked Hillary's emails. Come like on, it's, man. It's, <laughs> it's not that hard, but bro. But it's come here. I broke it. <laughs> I broke the code. <laughs> it was it was uh fuck Bill was the right. password. He's the first thing he guessed. Yeah. Uh, fuck Bill. Nope. Uh, fuck Bill one. Yeah, that's it. That was it, fellas. They, they, they gonna call the White House and be like uh, Mr. Trump, this is press one for English. <laughs> <laughs> this is press one for English. <laughs> Yo, come on. Oh. How you going, lad? This, this, this that great white shark shit. <laughs> See, that got one. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. We have to start being critical thinkers sometimes when it comes to certain. When it comes things. to anything, we should yeah. just think. Like I, Dan, look, Dan and I talked about this shit earlier. People what is don't one thing you don't have to think about? Like when you watch somebody murder somebody on television, like on video, you don't have to think about what the outcome should be. I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> they had to they had yeah, to argue about it for, for three for, weeks. For three, oh, it wasn't a month and a half. It felt like forever. Yeah, but that's because it's been over Man. a year since he passed oh my away. God. Yeah, yeah, almost a year actually. And you figure they didn't arrest him right away. They didn't. They didn't like you said, fire they, him. Him. Yeah. they let him go home and then protected his home from With protesters. The blue yeah. Come on, man. So, like I and said then, before, and didn't have the gall to act like they don't know why people are mad. It's just like they got mad at LeBron James for what he said. Like, oh, you're inciting violence. Are you serious? Because he said the next cop is next. Like, or, or how Tom Wolf can send the national 2,800 people from the National Guard to Philly in anticipation of the verdict. They don't even send that many people at once to Afghanistan and none of the shit. Like, Come on, bro. Man. And the reason why is not because, like, let's be very clear. The reason why Tom Wolf did that is not because they wanted to militarize the state against the people. Right. Okay. Why Tom Wolf, who, by the way, is a Democratic governor, mm-hmm. 
Why Tom Wolf did that was because he knew, as everybody else in America knew, he wanted to protect and serve. No, no. <laughs> in all to seriousness, so, property. They, well, no, but there <laughs> yeah. was a possible. He did want to protect the property. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, that, that's all. It's yeah. all about. That's what policing is about. But yeah, like, right. he knew there was a possibility. There was going to be a not guilty verdict. Oh, fact. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that is why yeah, he did yeah, it. Yeah. He didn't yeah. do that yeah. because, like, he was like, oh, well, yeah, fuck the people and, and yeah, fuck them if they're upset to George. Like, no, no. That's not why. But, like, it is to protect property. Like, let's be fair. It was, that's a, precautionary, what it was a precautionary measure. Plus, let's, let's, let's be real. Back when, you know, the original protest and rioting happened, when they did have the National Guard here, they was, they was getting lit at, like, black parties and shit. That shit was hysterical. That's, yeah, how about that? <laughs> Yo, I, I just think about the one video where the bull was like, uh, what, what, what's that? that? That's the M4? Right. <laughs> 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 he was asking him if he had a Call of Duty gun. He's like, nah, M16 or whatever it was. Yeah. It's, Which yeah. is still another Call of Duty gun. Now it is, yeah. Dude. So, it, look, in all, in all seriousness, it, it's... Policing needs to change in this country. And as much as... We hate having to talk about shit like this. We have to. And one of the reasons why we have to, and Nicholas Reardon needs to be held accountable, um, but the culture that exists. Mm-hmm. And part of that goes to what happened after the murder that took place in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, indeed. Now, first of all, it took them 90 seconds before they radioed in. So a minute and a half is a long time. A minute and a half is, by the way, seventy yeah, seconds, which is situation. which is one and one sixth of a minute longer than it took him to shoot and kill her. Come on, man. Okay, that, just let just put that let out that there. Let's think in for a second. Right? And when you have any sort of, you know, significant injury like that, especially when it's life threatening, every second counts. All I, I can say that as someone with life saving experience. Every second counts. If I took a minute and a half to to start CPR on a client that was, you know, otherwise incapacitated, I could get fired. Bro, that, that could be the difference between somebody surviving and somebody being brain dead. Like, a minute and a half is a very long time to not have oxygen. If you don't believe us, just sit there and count and look at your watch for a minute and a half. Even if you're, you know, holding your breath, your, your body still has oxygen in it. Dig it. Yeah, dig that. Hold your breath for a minute and a half and see how long it is. Most people can't do it. Please don't do that. You will die. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. We Most don't want this do to it. be the, the Blue Area podcast. Right. So, speaking of Blue and areas, uh, after this this happened, the crime scene, um, there were people that lived on that block, understandably upset at the police. And they were filming the police. And... They were asking, like, why'd you do that to that kid? That was a kid. That was a little girl. Why did you do that? You didn't have to do that. And one of the cops yells out, blue lives matter. Oh, my God. It's on camera, so no denying that bullshit. So I just want to say to the Columbus Police Department and everyone that works there, fuck you. How about it? And if you think they're going to charge that fucking dude... It ain't going to be from the police department that's going to do it. It's going to have to be the state that does it because they're not going to do shit because they believe that their lives matter. Oh, I guarantee that they're going to find a reason to say he acted accordingly. Yeah, they oh, already oh, did. They oh, already oh. did. They said well, she had a, she had and, a knife. And unlike, you know, some the, places of the country where these things happen and you can put political or financial pressure on, on the department by pulling events and such, nothing happens in Columbus, Ohio. It's a fucking... Bumblefuck piece of shit town. First first of all, I'm not surprised at all that a city that is still, right now in 2021, named after a rapist, murdering pillager that never actually stepped foot in this country. If you think I'm surprised that their police department's a little racist. <laughs> Listen, man. At the, it's ingrained in their fucking culture every time they say where they're from. That's And that's the reality of the whole entire situation. We have to look at the roots of this country the roots of the United States, rather, not America. America's been around well before it became the United States. That was only only 245 years ago, the signing of the Declaration of Independence as of July. And that's not that long ago. 
like people like like we're like three generations from slavery. That's that's it. That's that's all. And we're, we're people who live Jim Crow. Yeah, people, we're, we're people right now. Breathe. You can go find somebody. You could probably. Go, we're a generation and a half somebody. away from Jim Crow. You can find somebody who can tell you in depth about Jim Crow and the experience. My gra- sure my can. grandmother there just recently passed last year. She she lived through it. Right. She was judged by her family. Listen for for being friends with black people. And that's what's crazy about it because we do like make sure we under. Make it clear that we understand that there's always good people across the board or else we wouldn't be here. So we do give our shouts out to all the good people who throughout all this craziness because, you know, we don't want to make it seem like shit is just always fucked up. But we do want to highlight the fact that why is it media pushing the bullshit? Why are we seeing the nonsense? Why are we seeing a, a young man's body named Mike Brown lay on the ground for four hours before a van comes to pick him up, not an ambulance or, you know what I'm saying, a coroner's van. This was like a regular van from what I remember. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Stuff like that. It's that side of the media that is horrible. And then there's another side that's pumping all this nonsense to us. Buy this, buy that. These TV shows making us laugh. And we are in a society where some atrocious things are happening all, like, all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we can we can get past the police, you know, uh, uh, murders and stuff like the police murdering people, rather, and go to some of our beloved people dying because of health conditions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got the whole pandemic going well, on. If it bleeds, and, it leads. Yeah, so what, it what, exactly what I'm saying, if, right? Like, COVID hasn't gone anywhere. We're up to, like, 570,000 deaths. Saying. But, like, they're still, they're just talking about other stuff now because it's not the hot the hot issue to talk about. And, and, and us, the people, we do get caught up sometimes. A lot of us get caught up in the sports and the entertainment. Maybe it's because it's like, I'm tired of all the bad stuff, so I need to relax. I mean, at the, at the same time, I think we are very much dumbed down and we don't care about each other. You know what I mean? Like, there's an element of that, too. And it's it's just a shame because we have people who will post something and, and not understand how messed up it sounds. You know, I can't breathe, post it on Twitter. You have people, it's I'm tone sure. Deaf. Tone deaf. Like, I'm not. I'm not even focusing on look, looking at these stories and stuff like that because I'm just tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. At no, the same I, I time, though, I want to be informed because you gotta know what's going on. But it's tiring, though. It is, and and we we talk about change, and change is not an easy thing. Now, a lot of change starts at the local level. Now, a few years ago, Larry Krasner was uh, voted in as the district attorney of uh, Philadelphia. He is up for reelection. He is being opposed by Carlos Vega. Mm. Now, it's important to note that the police unions hate Larry Krasner in Philadelphia. Now, the reason we're talking about this is because it is important on a local level, but it's also important on like a national level because Larry Krasner has been like an advocate of police reform and criminal justice reform, mm. so much so that he stopped using testimony of police officers that were found to be, you know, uh, have, a, have an excessive number of like uh, complaints against them about excessive force or anything like that. Like he just stopped using their testimony. He stopped using those cops to convict people. Right. And the police unions understandably don't like him for that because to them, he's making them look bad, Mm -hmm. but really it's themselves making themselves look bad and no one ever checking them on it. Mm -hmm. So the reason why this is very important is the, the guy that the police unions have propped up and, and I think it's May 18th is, is the, the date for voting and you can do the early voting and all that sh- and all that shit too. Uh, just check with the same people that you voted with for your federal election. Mm-hmm. However, you got your mail-in ballot, check with them. Uh, we'll try to get some more resources before the next episode so we can talk about it. Cause I will mention this every episode until the election. It's very important that you get out and that you vote for Larry vote Krasner. Yeah. If, if for no other reason, then do it for Anthony, Wright. How about it? And if you're not, if you're not familiar with Anthony, Wright. It's a local man, and in 1991, he was arrested. He was 20 years old. He was arrested for uh, the rape and murder of Louise Talley, a 77-year-old woman. And basically, he was coerced into his confession. And I'm saying this not as like, oh, well, he might. No, he was coerced into his confession. He signed a paper someone else wrote, and they told him they were going to let him go. Mm-hmm. That right there is illegal, by the way. Philadelphia police, you know, whatever. Say what you want. So, for years, they tried to get DNA testing done to, to prove, because there was a rape kit that was that was done, to prove that he didn't commit this crime. 
So in 2014, DNA tests come back and guess what? They convicted an innocent man on a confession that he didn't even write. The DNA test came back that he did not commit the rape. So they vacated his conviction. Mm -hmm. He wasn't exonerated. They vacated his conviction. What does that mean? Well, exoneration means that they're just saying, nope, no chance you did it. That's it. It's over. We were wrong. We can't retry you. No double jeopardy. Right. Done. It's over with. Uh, O.J. Simpson, for instance. Right, right, right. Didn't matter whether he did it or not, but he did. And they had the evidence, and they tried to plan it on him, so they fucked up their own case. But that's neither here nor there. The LAPD is a very corrupt organization. We'll talk about Mm -hmm. them another time. We're talking about the Philadelphia Police Department right now. They didn't exonerate him. They just vacated his conviction from DNA evidence. One of the assistant district attorneys to then prosecute him again after the after the fact. Yeah, they, they took him back and retried him, bro. Yes, that is the man That's running the against Larry Krasner is Carlos Vega. He was the assistant district attorney, one of them, one of the two, that went and retried this man after DNA evidence proved that he didn't commit the crime. He was still... Re- Do you want that man in charge of prosecuting people? Not at all. You better hope one of your loved ones doesn't get fucking locked up for some shit they didn't actually do. Keep because this man not only will try you, he will try you again after you're proven innocent. That's ridiculous. Keep Krasner. So I don't give a fuck what people say about Krasner, and he yeah. wasn't responsible for John Wick. The feds cut him loose. Right. I don't give a shit what people say about Krasner. I know Carlos Vega is a piece of shit. I, first of all, thank you because I didn't know. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> fucking, that's insane. That's I, thank you for that information because I did not know. And this is why it's important to you know understand and get into somewhat your local elections. I, I, me myself, I could care less about politics at a certain point in time, but we have to start changing that because if we complain about what's going on out here, that means we have to do something about it. If you have a complaint, you gotta have a solution. You know what I mean? Um, Don't come to me with problems. Yeah, come to me with if solutions. If you got a problem, come with solutions. Because it's easy to complain about stuff, but I think that we're feeding the animal half the time by not doing our due diligence. And I'm guilty of it in the past for not voting and things like that, and, that, not, and not caring about it. And when they but say this local, is why it's important. Exactly. They say local elections are the most important most for that important, reason. Right. Because you have a, like, it's not like a nation that's mm-hmm. deciding who goes in. Like, your vote counts exponentially more right. than it would in a national election. Right. So, like, even greater than a state election because a state election is still considerably more people. Right. Although our city is a large city and is Absolutely. one of the largest cities in the state. You still, your voice and representation is that much more right. important. And mind you, I, I can definitely, you know, understand the sentiment of the whole system's great. Okay. It is, but we're in it. That's what we have to deal with right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if, if you have to navigate it, right there, you can't just, you, there's no overhaul that's going to happen tomorrow. We've discussed this a million times. Right. Well, Michael Jordan got crossed over by the great Allen Iverson. Go. He had to go to some type of committee to argue that that move was illegal. It didn't just stop. You know what I mean? He had to go go through somebody. So mm-hmm. he had to deal with the system to change that. That piece of shit. But you know what I'm saying? He was just mad. He was salty. So we're mad and we're salty. We got to use the system. Um, part of a conversation I had, you know, before is like, <laughs> let's not forget that the people that run the system are also showing us how we can use the system as well. Yeah, just like the stock market, and then when people started doing that, right. Robinhood stopped letting people buy GameStop stock right. because so, they started manipulating the stock market, just how rich people have been right. doing it forever. Exactly. It's very interesting how, like, listen, if you're not on the books and you work an under-table job, go get your food stamps. We pay for all that in taxes. I, I'm not looking at it like, oh, man, it's not right. It's, listen, there's money out there. It's government money. They do a due diligence and check and make sure that you're able to get it. So if you're doing something and you need some help, but don't be – getting food stamps or something like that and just, just feed yourself, create a business real quick so you can get off of food stamps. You know what I mean? My thing is you may have to do something that's not quite right to get yourself together. How do you it's think? It's possible. Look, we're not advocating for anybody to commit any type of fraud right, or anything like right. that. But, like, how do you think the people that are in charge got in charge? You think, you think that these cops are killing people 
on camera because they weren't getting away with it for, for years before that? They know how to use the rules. They know how to find the... It's not even a loophole. If you're eligible, you're eligible. The, you know rule, I mean? the rules are made, and there are loopholes to those rules right. that other people benefit off of. We're not saying that you should take advantage of other people, but use the resources that are available. All I'm saying is, if we, yeah, exactly. If we're in a system, find out what needs to be done to be in a system to correct it. You know what I mean? It's like finding a ducky parking spot. PPA is horrible. In, in, man, the parking authority here is crazy. But if you have a spot that you can park, you know what I mean? Know the rules and then take advantage of it by parking in that, you know what I mean? Like in that space. It, but don't complain about getting tickets because you park illegally. So you, you understand what I'm saying? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I don't know. That's you park in front of a fire hydrant. Right. You prepare for a broken window or a ticket because you're getting one. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if there's no sign on this spot that typically wouldn't be, you know what I mean? Take advantage of it. That's what I'm saying. Understand what's going on. That's all. Um, you don't have to be, like you said, we're not promoting like fraud or nothing like that, but just understand what's going on. And if you understand the system has levels to it and you have a local level and you know that, you know, the local government is not doing something right, look into it and say, okay, my district, my ward, hey, I have a chance to vote for this person. So take a moment to learn about the people who are running because it's not that hard. And in fact, you don't have to type anything to say, "Hey Siri" or uh, "Hey, what's the backsitter? What's what's the guy from the Android that you talked to?" Uh, Dequavius Be- Beasley. <laughs> First of all, it's Jeeves. Jeeves, there you go. And that has and Jeeves, Jeeves. hasn't been around since before smartphones. <laughs> hey Jeeves. So the fact that you remember Ask Jeeves is showing your age. Listen, fucking old man over there. I'm like fine wine, baby. I mean, I be that old man. Ain't nothing wrong with getting old, except not getting old. So I'm just blessed to be here. You know, to remind you of... You While know. I feel you, I'm glad I'm not your age. <laughs> you will be, God willing. Yeah, I hope... I'm just, God willing. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Not, I'm not trying to jinx myself or nothing. I'm just saying, like, no, I'm we glad I'm a little be. younger still. No, but in, in all seriousness, though, with the age thing, though, like, that's something I'm seeing, you know... That's what I was saying before. Like, Rodney King got his ass whooped. That was 25, 30, almost 30 years ago. Like, nothing's new. And we got to communicate to remind those who wasn't there to see that, like... Don't be don't be too happy because these things were going on for a long time. Even people way older than me, 70, 80 years old, I have to listen to what they say so we don't continue to fall there for the There were less and yeah. less and less cameras. Look, yeah. I, I always say like if, if I was born in like the nineteen fifties, I probably would have been a bank robber because it would have been so easy. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's so different now. Like there, there's cameras. Like why would you even attempt something like that? Dude, yeah. And, and again, not advocating for bank robbery. I'm just saying like times yeah. are very different now than they were then. And even then, those things went on. It's just like seeing it now just amplifies how much worse it was when we didn't have the means and access to that information. Right, right. And people, there is a lot going on. There's a lot of negativity on on the news and stuff like that. A lot of bad things happening in the world. If you feel some kind of way for anxious, seek some therapy. I think I think ninety percent of us out here have PTSD. Even if you're rich and wealthy, you know what I'm saying. People like that struggle too. You know what I mean? Yeah. We are really blinded in this country. A lot of this everybody stuff, has problems. It's everybody, just, right. just like how everybody thinks that athletes, you know, just because they're millionaires, that they don't have any problems ever. Oh man, listen. acting like they didn't come from literally nothing. Oh man, speaking and have of, so much things they had to deal with at home. Um. Rest in peace to the young brother from uh, from Kentucky that was yeah, in a car accident, car accident man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, life is precious. Life is short, man. So we have to really work hard towards making things, you know, right. You know what I'm saying? And if it ain't gonna be for us, maybe for it's next, for the next generation. Yeah, absolutely. We can, we gotta we have a responsibility to leave this planet in a better state than we inherited it. Yeah, facts. And the way that we inherited this Earth right now, this mm-hmm. planet, this this country. It's not good. Not at all, yo. This is, this is, we have a moral responsibility to leave this world in a better space, a better place. Than when we got here. Than than when we got here. And right now, we have a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, we will continue to do that work. And this has been for the Gray Area Podcast. Mike Marks. Omar Saleem. And Afro Dan, still not afraid of no great whites. Peace.